sign fuck. I was thinking we would rebrand. A rebrand, you say? A rebrand, a new logo, uh, new 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 co-hosts. Uh, <laughs> so you want to replace us? No, 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 no. You just get you know shuffled around a little bit, like you know, Robert. You might take Malcolm's place, and Malcolm, you might you might take Robert's place, and um, an AI might take mine. We have okay. enough voice files to. I'm sorry. Were you just breathing? Yes, that was that was me breathing. This isn't working out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. All right. So uh, one one of the signature parts of the rebrand is that we're going to be doing an intro from now on. Is that all right? Yeah. Our whole universe is in a hot density. <laughs> if you're singing commit. a Big Bang Theory, you got to commit. All right. Commit. I know. Commit, commit no. like they broke yeah. up halfway through because he thought he was in it alone. Yeah, he, he doesn't song? know that we're all big bangers on this podcast. We're no. all big bangers. Big bangers, Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. Sheldon yeah. is my favorite. <laughs> I watch Young Sheldon every day. You know what's funny about Young Sheldon is that they play it on CMT. Why? Are the country music fans really all like, hold that Young Sheldon? They go, hell, that guy's fair funny. He reminds me of my uh, my nephew. He's uh, my he's, nephew, got, he's good at computers. My Let's nephew, see. yeah, a uh, bit of a brainiac. Bit of a <laughs> he's <laughs> helped my. He's taken viruses off my computer for weeks now. Yeah, he uh, he got me uh, some money back after I signed up for that True Social. <laughs> Does that cost money? True Social. Yeah, it's, I don't think it's free. That's insane. My dad was on <laughs> What a sucker. He's a, yeah, you're, yeah. every story you've told about your dad, I, I'm like, not surprised. Yeah, well, he's, yeah, he's an sense. archetype. It, it's a handlebar mustache, I like to say. It's mm. his archetype. Ooh. Guys, you never really got over the Hulkster. He says he he gets confused for Hulk Hogan, and I was like, in a dark room, or yeah, and like, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's your dream. Your dream is some your some dream girl is is like confused for the Hulkster, just several miles away, maybe. Just some <laughs> girl, just some yeah, young woman being like, oh my god, are you Hulk Hogan? And he goes, are you Hulk Hogan? He goes, yeah, are you maybe I am. I'm I'm Hulk. I'm the Hulkster, and then they he does fuck. his poses. He goes, ah. You want right, to brother? Oh, brother, brother! Of, I don't know. So yeah, his fucking his gut protrudes slightly from under his undersized T-shirt. <laughs> oh no! Love you, Dad. Hey, your dad has no shame. Whatever, if he could, if he could try, he'd try. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, That's pretty good. Real talk, so, though, have any of us actually seen an episode of Young Sheldon? I've never seen an episode of The Big Bang Theory. No, I've never seen an episode of Young Sheldon. Um, I have seen like two or three episodes of The Big Bang Theory only exclusively on planes. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, planes. There's got to be something better to watch on the plane. Are you kidding well, me? Well, no, it was like, you know those flights where like the TVs come down and then they just like play like one thing? Yeah, yes. It's like, it's not just for you. It's basically for like the whole row. No, that's yeah. insane. Yeah, so this was, they were like played like three episodes of The Big Bang Theory. I have you ever hate. gotten to a fight? I'm oh, sorry, I, I don't mean to like cut you off here. I just feel like it's it's important to ask no, because no, I know no, that no. you've been on flights like this, where your uh, person in front of you or behind you is trying to close the window you're seated next to. No, I've never gotten on a in a fight on a plane. Well, that seems like the one time to never be in a fight because you know there's an air marshal there who will arrest you as soon as they land. Well, you know, you got all that time to figure it out. <laughs> I just yeah I, I get what you're trying to say though the people who are like are who annoys you more the people who like constantly open and close the window or the people who like constantly have it open maybe the people who put their knees in my seat <laughs> I mean yeah I, I think like I don't really care about the like the window I have like uh like a sleep mask that I bring on so if I'm trying to get some some Z's I'll put on the sleep mask you load up on benzos and put on a sleep mask and just think it's okay i'll be like yeah i'll give me like a whiskey and coke and then i'll like basically just go and immediately sleep i fucking wish i i cannot sleep on planes for the life of me i have only once slept on a plane and that was me operating on like 48 hours without sleep might have even been more i was delirious i love red eyes you guys are weird 
What are you talking about? I I can sleep on planes. What you're like, you guys are weird. I didn't say I didn't sleep. I well, you have to load up on prescription drugs and alcohol before you. I didn't say anything about prescription drugs. I just said I I drink alcohol. Well, you didn't say it. You didn't deny it when you brought it up. I don't. Have, yeah, listen. I have never had a prescription for a sleeping pill because my doctor doesn't trust me. You're not my grandma. Yeah. We all know what fun drugs are getting run over the Vancouver border via their NHL team. Okay. <laughs> anyway i was gonna say in terms of yeah <laughs> just you know just no it's fine no 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 it's all, it's all good it's all good oh fuck you no oh, fuck you yeah fuck uh, you You know fuck, fuck you fuck you what were you gonna say fuck you. So about it no i was just like i don't know i wanted to get your opinions on like big bang theory and young Sheldon, <laughs> but i guess that's fine well you guys said you were big bangers so i just wanted to get your <laughs> yeah you gotta talk to me like what's your favorite episode what's your favorite bit they, they do about pretending to be smart i feel like you're like yeah you're just upset because you're just like oh shit my whole segment was a uh, was about the big bang theory and how much <laughs> that I actually be kind of impressive because i feel like that came up rather organically <laughs> and my friend hold the big bang theory subreddit <laughs> hello maybe we R should. slash big bang theory maybe we should, should bang, we should big bang poll on a which Big Bang cutie they'd want to put their dick inside because <laughs> the, the anti-vax one. <laughs> the Big Bang cuties? Oh my gosh. Yeah, the, the Big Bangers out there with a huge All right. uh, rack. So who here is a Sheldon? And who here is a Leonard? And who here is a Howard? And who which here is a Raj? Leonard is not Sheldon. I, I'm, I'm assuming Raj is the Indian one. <laughs> Why would you yes. assume that? Uh, 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 no, no, no reason. Uh, and then, and then I, I what I love is that they have like full names. I'm just on the Wikipedia for it. They have full of names for like what? for all like the main characters except for um the lead female character, where they just like, oh, her name is Penny. But it was like never gave her a last name. Apparently, she's also my favorite character on that show because I wanted to blow a load on her face, but but oh I digest. Gosh. Look, what else was she in? Uh, porno six years after filming concluded. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Hit me up with that link there, guy. Oh, you want the sauce now? No, she was in uh, she was in eight simple rules. Um, for dating my teenage were, daughter, yes, the show. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where uh, Kaylee John Kaylee Ritter Kaylee. died during the making of that show. Uh, and then he then she ended up after Big Bang Theory doing uh, for the flight attendant show. And right now, isn't she doing like uh, Har Yeah, she's the voice of Harley Quinn in that one Harley Quinn show. Yes. Oh, the animated one that's getting put out now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently, that's really good. I've actually it's, only. I watched the first season. It was enjoyable. Unpopular take here. That show sucks. All right. <laughs> now, I've met a lot of people that think it's really good. I think the humor comes off as trying really, really, really hard. I haven't seen it, so I can't give an, an opinion one yeah, way or the other. No, I get it. I used to get stoned with a guy who liked to really watch that show <laughs> and like take it serious, and then you know laugh at the funny jokes. You can't and take it serious though. It's it's a fucking. I, I, no, well, he doesn't take it serious. Serious. What I mean is that he's like watching it with a critical eye, uh, but like enjoying it. You know. No, and, no, uh, that's that's very much shut off your brain TV. It's I, a goofy I, comedy with like a lot of. Like metropolitan type humor, I guess you know. <laughs> metropolitan, thanks. You thanks your dad. Um, I'm not saying that it's like too progressive or anything like that. That's that was what my dad would say about that. What I'm saying is, is that the jokes no, are all no. like. You're, but you're observing that it comes from a very. The sort funniest of... thing happened when I stepped out of my brownstone that I pay four thousand dollars a month for on my way to Starbucks to overpay by six dollars for a cup of black coffee. Yeah. It's 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 L.A. New York centric sort of like these these are the kind of people that live there <laughs> and and so are, so all the characters have to be. Yeah, Malcolm's making a note to cut out my opinions here. <laughs> no, I haven't put any notes down because maybe you should because this <laughs> podcast so far has been a ten. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, yeah, this is ten out of ten, guys. We've been talking about the Big Bang Theory, <laughs> you know, which is the, one of the most popular shows it uh, is in the last the ten years. It, yeah, you, 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 go to, you go to any bar in Middle America and you say, 
Uh, put on the bar, big bang, brother. Put on the big, yeah. Put on the big <laughs> the guy bang. Next to you at the bar slaps you on the shoulder. Hell yeah, brother. That's my Hell brother. yeah. Buy him a drink for my man Shelton. <laughs> Give right. my friend a Budweiser. Make sure it's <laughs> lukewarm. Budweiser. Give my friend a Bud Light. I support that company. <laughs> surprisingly progressive middle american yeah listen there he's still watching cbs he's in nebraska wonderful place i just love it he's just like yeah my, that reminds me of my uh my, my little nephew he helped me uh get on the uh the twitter uh anyways uh donald trump in for years now he has not responded i pay eight dollars a month because i want my opinions to be heard I'm doing it to. I I pay for, I eight dollars a month for free speech. Sounds like a good deal to me. Hell yeah! Hell (laughs) yeah! I'm looking for a graphic designer. Yeah, yeah. And then he and then he goes. He's like, yeah. He's like, remember, uh, remember two and a half men. I don't think they should have kicked Charlie Sheen off that ship. Well, yeah, Charlie, Charlie did nothing wrong, all right? No, this is this is the, the veil of progressivism is falling off of this bit very quickly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, sorry, I mean, I, I mean, I support that decision in Ashton Kutcher. I mean, he can't talk that way about women. It's yeah, he can't talk about AIDS thing aside. <laughs> I used to really enjoy Hyde from that 70s show until I found out that he was accused of sexual assault. Yeah, I can't. You had to can't. Yeah, I had to cancel my subscription to the Fox Channel. I no longer enjoy the ranch. <laughs> <laughs> I no longer enjoy the ranch. Yeah. Anyways, I had to uh, leave the Scientology Church after I heard about what happened in the <laughs> What the fuck is this guy? <laughs> yeah. Listen, I. Uh, you know, I. I miss. I miss my time with John Travolta. Listen, unrelated, but I was thinking about the the church of scientology after you said that and uh it, it made me remember a, a small rabbit hole that i went down this week oh. and i will like largely abridge the rabbit hole by telling you did you know that the sif the the scientific identity foundation something like that yeah yeah the the the, the sort of the, the public out face of scientology that I've, they've got offices all over Is the place a, oh <laughs> see i didn't know that i just knew that it's a hawaiian cult that tulsi gabbard was raised in did you know she was like that close to becoming the nominee Really? Yeah, I heard about that. She's like basically like just a cult member. I mean, I never liked her. Yeah, that must be why. Yeah, she was also like such a false that like Democrat. Like it was so clear, like so early on, and it was like, yeah, this doesn't add up. Like she doesn't okay, add up. Was it the Joe Rogan sponsorship? Probably that. That probably definitely helped. <laughs> That definitely helped being like, ah, I don't know if she's the right one. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Joe Rogan. The one good thing you've done for us so, <laughs> Just made uh, sure that, on, um, that we didn't have a cult leader, a potential cult leader in the White House. I yeah. Mean, yeah, that's that's literally. I mean, was it was is this the I'm looking at their Wikipedia. Is this the one where they were connected to? Uh, no, this is a if, if you one. if you let me continue on this train, I'll go all day about it. So let me just uh, switch to my segment now that I brought this up. Right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's 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 steer right, clear. Let's, let's avoid getting uh. This is, but I will say know? this is not the cult that got Shinzo Abe, Abe uh, assassinated. No, that's that's a different Japanese. Most successful assassination in modern history. She also, yeah, <laughs> With, that's the moon. The Moonies. Yeah, the moon is. Are we talking yeah. about happy science? Oh my god, you can't call it. We that. could honestly have a cult based uh, podcast episode. I feel like we wouldn't run out we, of things. We to talk should. About. I think, yeah, we, we're going to we're gonna do it. You know, we're not going to. This. You know what we're going to do? We're going to do a cult based episode and we're not going to chicken out like Sasha chickened out with his answer to my question from last <laughs> week. I was disappointed. All right. I'm calling him. I'm calling him out right now. He did not answer the question. He is a, he copped out. Therefore, I assume that he wants that he will sleep with his mother with his girlfriend in her body. Yeah. Maybe you should rephrase the question for people who might have missed the episode. Uh, the question was, you know, what, listen to the episode. Uh, the question was, would you rather your mom and your uh, significant other, uh, in this case, if it's a straight relationship, have switched? bodies all right it's a freaky friday situation the only way for them to switch back is that you have to have sex with one of them so do you either have sex with your girlfriend or what or you're like your partner in your mother's body or your mother in your partner's body 
Yes, and Sasha hey, copped out on his answer. Listen to last brother. week's episode to see what he said. <laughs> uh, yeah, you really should. It was a big letdown. It was yeah. it was a very painful, painful experience for we all of us, and he drive. copped out on it. So you know we're 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 a little so we're, so, so we'll yeah so we'll talk about all right. I like this. No 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 no. What is your segment? What is your segment? So we'll talk about calls in a future episode. Yeah, yes. look out for that one. We'll we'll take some interesting. Inquiry. We'll take some intake and uh, I'm listen. I'm ready to die by the hand of a cult because we pissed them off. I say, right? I say, when we eventually do that episode, we should theory craft creating our own cult and see what would require oh. us. What would we need to do in order to start our own cult? I guess yes, I agree. Uh, we I need like, a lot of smoke and mirrors, but I think Malcolm would make a good figurehead on account of his uh, his strong smile. But yeah. also, I think in like a legal sense, we should figure out how easy it is. I think it's very easy because we're talking about people who will give us. In the us United States, I think it's a lot easier than it is in Canada. Yeah. To be fair, I'm going to buy some yeah. land, and then the people will live on the land. We'd have to file a 501c3. Yeah. Listen, my goal is I'm going to buy a, a town, like a ghost town, and Parcel, we'll uh, yeah. we'll make it a real community. The community yeah. should have been. It's no we'll longer. buy up like one. We'll get into heavy debt and buy up one of those fucking like towns in Oklahoma that you can buy for like two million dollars. We'll purchase debt <laughs> is what we'll do. We'll purchase debt on people. Yeah, we're not we're not purchasing. Yeah, debt. Listen, debt for you know for 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 guys like us. It's just leveraging money that future we'll, assets. Future, yes, yeah, obviously. we're acquiring assets, uh, and we're going to leverage our assets against the purchase of other assets and it, and that and that that house of cards will never fall you can make a payment or you can serve on the commune for a month exactly you either that or you or you you will you will yearn for the mind we just go full comer rouge just everyone's full like rouge. either i've i wanted to write communist poetry it's just like no in the field that that's a hilarious meme when it's flipped around have you ever seen that where it's just like but i thought i would be mining all day he's like shut up and draw the train <laughs> like, like, <laughs> actually that's really funny i like that i like that okay. uh, all right well uh so um, what is your segment harper <laughs> Right. So I spend a lot of time browsing wrestling subreddits because I have no life and my 30s are rapidly approaching. One of the things that's a staple of the squared circle subreddit culture is, um, I want to say, probing for commonality in uncommon situations by way of asking, does anyone else blank? And it's been abbreviated D-A-E, right? Now, uh, every good subreddit has a jerk subreddit, right? Where people who don't agree with the zeitgeist of a subreddit in particular will go to uh, agree with each other, basically. And it leads me to ask, what is your most hated uncommon commonality? Something that people think they only do, but in, in fact, everyone else does. Oh, interesting. Huh. I've never, first of all, I've never heard that phrase before. So I'm wrapping my head around. Uncommon commonality. So times when people think they're special, but they're not. Yeah, precisely. Hmm. That is, that is, I mean, I think the valedictorian people fucking piss me off. It, it reminds me of like, uh, like, you know, the people who are so obsessed about like grades in like, high school and then on to college or the people who like try really, really hard in high school, get valedictorian and then they go to a good school and figure out like basically every single person in their class into university was a valedictorian and their achievements meant nothing. Word. Mm. Word. Mm. Story I, of my life. <laughs> I mean, it's just kind of funny to me. Robert, you sent me a complete map of the the Azeroth map the other day to signify your completion of some sort of event. And um, oh yeah. I yeah. looked at it, I was impressed, and then I thought and then I thought about it and well it doesn't get you anything. No, else. it really doesn't. And for what for the listener, uh they have a Geo Guesser and I wasted so much time in World of Warcraft uh in my my teens and twenties 
that I can pretty accurately, uh, barring some of the newer expansions, tell you where a lot of shit is. And like, just in like, is that what that was? I thought that was just like where you've been. Holy fuck! You were geo guessing. No, no, that was geo guessing. <laughs> you were geo guessing before geo guessing. I was yeah. geo guessing in World of Warcraft because they have World oh, of Warcraft. Geo guessing in World of Warcraft. That's what I'm that, saying. That's. Honestly, that's my uncommon commonality. I hate that. Um, Just this one time, Robert, I will restore your virginity. It is yours. <laughs> hey, man, I lost it before I started. No, actually, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? Anyway. Anyway. What about you, Malcolm? I can't believe. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's like a similar path. Like, I think, first of all, I think people who go to Harvard are kind of losers. Um, I think like Harvard <laughs> is... The like just like a brand named university, like I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I know a few. It's a Mick University, is that what you're saying? No, I'm not saying that. Well, most uh, of the people who go to Harvard are just like children of alumni or kids who. Yeah, it's it's all like <laughs> it's all shithead legacy kids at this point. You know, I'm just yeah. like, oh no, like we got to respect Harvard because Colin Jost went there. Like, <laughs> god damn it! Like, no. Oh, Ted Cruz. What about Ted Cruz? Like, You're 100% Harvard, right. You're Harvard 100% is, right. has produced both, like, like both sides to like every like, like, like politics. Like right now, where you think about, it, you're like, how many like Supreme Court justices have gone through Harvard? It's like I think like two or three of them right now, and they're like both sides. Like it's just like the biggest shitheads that like. Like, well, mo- most Supreme Court justices actually go to Yale. That's kind of the, if you want to go to the Supreme Court, it's kind of an unofficial thing. Listen, Yale can also suck my dick. Yes, uh, yes, of course. You know, like, I think like, uh, you know, all that stuff um, is bullshit. I-, I think like on a more practical level, I, I don't know. I'm recently finding that I'm getting more annoyed by people who have, given up <laughs> this is something i noticed because like um when i was traveling in europe was like uh people who've now like been like i don't need a debit card i'll just use my phone and then they get to an atm and they go uh when they need cash and they go oh no like oh fuck oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> like you can't like atms have not like uh adapted to like you know like this like the the cell phone debit cards and i think yeah. that's hilarious i think that's yeah. one of those things where i've watched i've gone up to a few atms and people have been like what oh, did they get their phone out and they realize they can't like withdraw cash <laughs> or check their balance or anything i think that's so funny um especially at like bars like you know there's sometimes you go to bars and it's like cash, it's only, cash only yeah you know and then they can't like withdraw because they don't have a card anymore you know i I don't know. I think like what happened to wallets? Why did why did wallets go out of style all of a sudden? All right. Like bring back the wallet. All right. I think a lot of it kind of has. I don't know. I have a weird conspiracy theory when it comes to wallets, but we'll we'll get into that later. Oh, I want to hear this now because I'm getting into it later. Let's. Yeah. Why? Okay. So now, don't like that. I'm doing it. I'm doing. We'll get into it. It's it's wallets and backpacks. So, have you guys ever felt? Awkward for having a backpack. I like in my in my twenties. Yes. Yeah, they make us carry our our work equipment in our backpacks because we're like a hybrid schedule. So I I don't necessarily like it, but I have to wear it around my complex when I'm walking my dog in the morning. Just kind of mm-hmm. makes me look like I'm some sort of late going uni student. Yeah, it, but for some reason, for a lot of people, it seems like carrying shit is like really looked down on. Like, I don't I don't know what it is, but it's like people who make like women on like Twitter and well, men and women on Twitter, I will say I've seen some both, but mostly from women for some reason. They're like texting or they're they're tweeting about dudes with backpacks on buses and like no prompt or anything like that, just calling them losers. And I'm just like, what the fuck? It doesn't, it makes me angry. And then the same kind of people who call people babies for having an umbrella outside when it's like raining, people like legit have issues like with that. And I think, I don't know why it's insane to me. And it's the same shit like with the wallet. Like I've been seeing a lot more people, like if they don't have a wallet or they might just have their phone or they'll have their wallet attached to their phone. It, it It's, it's, I don't know what the reason is, but it seems like people are like, 
inherently against carrying shit now. And I wanted, what are your guys' opinion on that? Do you, do you feel this or am I absolutely insane? No, I agree with you that I have noticed that. I, I mean, I come, I live in Vancouver. So like with the rain, like definitely like there's less like stigma against umbrellas here because it does rain a lot, but I do definitely sense the feeling where it's those people are like, just put up your fucking hood of your rain jacket, right? Like, it's just like, there is that sentiment, maybe with like a, you know, slightly younger crowd. Um, I, it's funny, even my mom, like, so I, you know, I own a backpack for traveling. I don't use a backpack super often, but my mom, even when I was in high school and stuff, would always be like, why are you wearing a backpack? You need to wear this satchel. And she would like, try to like constantly replace my backpack with satchels. Like she would be like, yeah, I mean, or is it because satchels are like viewed as more professional or something? It just doesn't I don't know. I, she, my mom's always been anti, but pro satchel, mm-hmm. like kind of that Indiana Jones style. I don't know. She's, she thinks it's like way more like accessible for like for schoolwork and stuff. I don't know. That was, that's on her. Uh, I don't really have a big like opinion on it, but yeah, I think like there's this almost a thing of just like you want, people want their like, uh, and I think maybe it was also like the skinny jeans era where people mm. were like, I don't want things in my pockets because I want everyone to see how skinny my jeans are. <laughs> they need to see the outline of my dick. How are they going to do that if there's a wallet in my pocket? It's unrelated, but there is a trend amongst uh, rural Americans to have a line for their Copenhagen snuff already pressed into the ass pocket of their jeans. Really? Have you ever seen that? Yeah. Yeah. What's a, oh, wait, I'm sorry. What's a Copenhagen snuff? It's, it's, you, it's skull. It's, oh. it's chewing tobacco. Oh, you put a lip in, brother. You go, you, you, you know. Uh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have seen this before, where you'll go to like a, a like fucking. I, I can't remember the brand, but I have definitely walked by and taking a picture of this one time, where there's yeah, it's like there's a pre indent of like skull in the back jean pocket. Yeah. It's it's um, really interesting, and the cowboys that I worked with would shake their heads when we started selling them at the pet shop I worked at, because it was like a horse pet shop, you know. Mm-hmm. It, they would they would say stuff like, "Buddy, if you can't put your own Copenhagen ring into your jeans, you is not a real cowboy." <laughs> and then I told them, "Well, you know." Everyone thinks they want a real cowboy oh until God. they find out they've got a ketamine addiction. We're, if we're back to this, we're back to the ketamine bit. <laughs> Back to, yeah, back the first time to. I said it on the podcast. No, it is not. <laughs> well, cowboy Sasha, uh, call me a liar if I am one. Yeah. Well, you know what, Sasha, answer the question. Yeah, answer the question. Yeah, Second, or like, you dude. could just answer the question. Hello, former President Obama here. Just wanted to say I love what Sasha's doing, and hereby give him an official pardon from answering your inane questions. Also, Robert, you shouldn't be so ashamed of your massive penis. I've got quite the honking schlong myself. Embrace it, brother. The same people who say stuff like it's weird for men to carry backpacks or it's weird for men not to have wallets are the same people that say they want men to be emotionally available. And then when they tell them their deepest, darkest secrets or their feelings, they're like, he's such a little girl. That's so uh, (laughs) emasculate, you know? So maybe not worry about that so much, especially if it's just like a broad generalization, like people carrying backpacks or mental midgets. That's kind of fucked up to say, first that of seems, all. That seems very specific. <laughs> it's what you asked. I, I mean, yeah, but I'm not saying they're mental midgets. That seems such like a strange... Okay. <laughs> it's, but right, I, well, they're mentally regressed in terms of development, okay? Is that better? So I, to say that they're mentally the regressed in terms up. of development because they carry around a backpack instead of a satchel or because they have a money clip instead of a wallet. Personally, a money clip is probably more manly than a wallet. But like, I have a wallet and I'm not changing to a money clip anytime soon because mm-hmm. I'm stuck in my ways. I'm never going to change. And the people who like me, like me. There uh, you go. I mean, I think money clips are uh, kind of I like the idea. My backpack. What's up? Nothing. <laughs> Come on, bud. You can't. You can't yeah, you got to say it. Well, I was just saying, you know, when I do up my hair and put on my favorite skirt, I think I look pretty good with that backpack. As long as you're wearing programming socks, I think the accents, uh, the skirt is really accented by them. Yeah, I got a little bra for my nuts, too. 
<laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> it means exactly what it's meant to. People are really confused when I say that, which means one of two things, right? Yeah. Uh, when, you, when you laugh at that joke that I put a little bra on my nuts, you, you, you view a certain type of content on the internet, and I'm, I'm watching you. Otherwise, <laughs> watching out for you. you reacting huh. is kind of confused. Like, how would a bra work on nuts? It's like, figure it out, bro. So this guy plays a lot of Fallout New Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Oh man! <laughs> What's with the association with that game? <laughs> it's because so it's funny. very like it's it's like you know a lot of people play as like women. And they, like no, it's it's very that. loose with gender. Out, yeah, I well sure, but like I have a friend who loves that game, and I told him that that the association with playing a lot of Fallout New Vegas is that like you're you're secretly like uh, you're confused gender, sexually. Uh, you're secretly gender fluid, and he's just like, no, that's not what that means at all. And like he's got a thousand hours in the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, someone buy this boy some programming socks. It's about time he came to terms with what he is. Yeah, someone get my man some cat ear headphones for Christ's sake. I mean, uh, just to kind of finish off the uh, the the backpack bit, I think just as someone who lives in San Diego or lived in San Diego, and Malcolm, you might uh, understand this a little bit, being from Vancouver, both very. Uh, uh, cities with a lot of homelessness is that I think a lot of the stigma comes from like homeless people with with backpacks and stuff. Just like that sort of stigma about like, oh, he's carrying shit around with him. Therefore, he doesn't have like a car or a home to put stuff in. And I think that's sort of the assumption that it's like. But then again, there's also just like, yeah, there's just a stigma towards poverty that I think a lot of people like focus in on rather than like, you know, I don't drive. I don't drive not because I'm poor. I am poor. Don't go and get it twisted. But I think I I just don't like to drive. And I'd like to actually be able to carry a backpack around day to day without women taking sneak photos of me and complaining about me on the Internet. That's 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 all. Where'd you end up? Where'd I end up? Where'd the picture of you end up? Yeah. Who took a picture of you? No one took a picture of me. I, that's I, not true. Uh, Where is it? Where's the photo? <laughs> you want to look online for it? Go for it. Where's the photo? Let's see. Rucksack losers. <laughs> oh my god, it's the first image up. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> there he is. He's got that that uh Robert De Niro face that he makes in photos. That's him if I've ever seen him. Robert Delilah in the flesh with the born losers rucksack. Oh, I'd love that. Like <laughs> that's actually I'd love that. <laughs> Well, let's get back on topic, shall we? Yeah, let's get on. Have you guys seen the movie Neo Ned? What? I have heard of that movie, but you need to explain it to Harper if he hasn't. Because it's it's hilarious. It's wild. I'm having a bit of a a Bader-Meinhof effect right now of just weird movies from from, from 2005. Stop. Stop. What? Bader-Meinhof effect. Bader-Meinhof effect is the uh, is the mental effect where uh, you notice something seemingly for the first time or like and then you begin noticing it everywhere. So Bader-Meinhof, like if you just like think about, oh, yeah, this song is by Eminem. I haven't heard about him for a long time. Wonder what he's doing. And then for like the next week or so, you keep hearing Eminem songs. And it's not that it's happening more frequently. You're just noticing it more. I guess, is is that is the essentially essentially what the Bader Meinhof effect? Yeah, I've looked up this movie by the way, and this is essentially just the political board of 4chan uh, personified. Never ask a white supremacist the race of his girlfriend, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so to explain, the movie is called Neo Ned. It's from 2005. It stars Jeremy Renner, Gabrielle Union, Sally Kirkland, uh, Carrie Elves, Katie, uh, Eddie Kay, Thomas, and Ethan Suppley. Ethan Suppley being uh, the guy from the other, the the, the hick from My Name is Earl. That is an Earl. Um, His brother. He plays Earl's brother. Is Okay, he's Earl's brother. I forgot. Oh, I fan. haven't seen My Name is Earl in a very long time. He's a real um, fan, as it turns out. He's a, he's a big My Namer. <laughs> Call me by your name. Yeah, call me by your name, Earl. Um. The whole, okay, so let me read the synopsis. So the film stars Jeremy Renner as Ned Nelson, a white power skinhead who ends up in a mental institution where he meets Rachel, played by Gabriel Union or Gabrielle Union, a black woman. Com- 
claiming to be the reincarnation of Adolf Hitler. <laughs> the unlikely couple's hookup leads them down a shocking road to recovery. So what you're saying is this did the Joker movie first. <laughs> what? <laughs> Have you seen the Joker? <laughs> yeah, so this uh, this woman claiming to be Hitler just turns out not to be real in the end. Uh, I don't no, actually. No, I've never seen real. the movie. No, so like I've seen the movie. Um, what it is is that they both meet in basically like a mental ward, and like that's how they like fall in love. So like she's real, he's real. It's just that she believes that she's Hitler. Yeah, they're both crazy. She thinks she's Hitler. And uh, Harper, uh, are you looking at the poster for this uh, video or yeah. this this movie? Yeah. Do, do you want to read the tagline? A Van Fisher film. <laughs> no, no. It, it says love is not a race. And then it also has a swastika on the poster. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it is a barbed wire, a swastika. Oh. There's a butterfly in some of the barbed wire. And it looks like they like they photoshopped their faces onto other actors is what it looks like. It is it's so it looks like a fake movie. This looks like a movie that 30 Rock made up. And I love it. I mean, it's like almost like I feel like the 2000s had this like run of movies in which you're like, how do these movies even get made? Like you guys have heard of uh, Tiptoes, right? The uh, the lost uh, Gary Oldman, Matthew McConaughey movie. Uh, no, I have not. What is no, Tiptoes? I don't care enough about Matthew McConaughey to know about it. Okay, the movie. This movie is. The one of the most insane movies ever produced. Oh God! It it has a yeah the the poster. It's another like fake movie poster. Yeah, and it's, it's what it looks like. Yeah. So you looking at the poster, you're going, this movie is I don't know some like kind of standard, almost like rom com, like you know, family, some quirky characters. Yeah. The tagline like, is it's the little things in life that matters. It okay. seems like very clawingly sweet. Not a lot to think about. Yes, I'm going to read you the synopsis of the movie, which is, I'm just going to read the plot. Uh, it's not a very long plot from the Wikipedia, but this is what it is. It goes, Carol, played by Kate Beckinsale, a talented painter. Oh, and I know about this movie. <laughs> falls in love with Stephen, Matthew McConaughey, without knowing much about him, other than he is the perfect man. But when Carol finds herself pregnant, it forces Stephen to expose his darkest secret, which is his family. Stephen happens to be the only average-sized person in a family of dwarves, including his twin brother, Rolf, played by Gary Oldman, famous non-dwarf. Uh, Carol and Stephen are then forced to come to terms with the fact that the baby she carries may be born a dwarf. This terrifies Stephen, who does not want his child to suffer the same way Rolf did. As Carol decides to carry the child, she and Stephen grow further apart, and she begins to rely on Rolf to teach her about life as a dwarf. The whole movie is about... <laughs> Matthew McConaughey coming from a family of little people uh, and then like freaking out that his his pregnant girlfriend may be giving birth to a dwarf and he loses his mind. So, okay. And I pointing this out, this is Gary Oldman who plays Rolf, an actual normal sized person who's playing a dwarf in the movie. He's also, not only is he playing a dwarf, he's playing Matthew McConaughey's twin brother. All right, I want to put this in perspective. Gary Oldman is at least 20, is almost, actually, are they? They're, he is 12 years older than Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Uh, the, the only thing that's hilarious, one of the things that's hilarious is that Peter Dinklage is in the movie. He's one of the only, like, true, uh, like, dwarf actors in the movie. But he plays... Like Rolf's best friend, but he plays this guy who's like he's French and he's like got the worst accent and he's like oh I just I have the pate and then like he's like constantly making out with Patricia Arquette who plays his girlfriend who on the poster you'll see Patricia Arquette is wearing a little like hat like I guess like happy birthday crown and it just says happy birthday on it. It's one of the most wild movies out there. Like it's just I you have to watch it. Like just watch this movie. This is also the guy who wrote it. This guy named Matthew bright. He never made another movie after this. <laughs> oh, His no. career ends when he makes this movie. And don't worry. If you thought this movie was like, Oh, it's short. It must only be 90 minutes. 
It's two and a half hours long. Oh, yeah. There's a 90 minute cut. And then but the original runtime is 150 minutes. Oh, my God. Yeah. And the movie started like according to the director and writer that he when he was 18, he came up with the idea of a um, rocious comedy about little people fucking each other. And then 30 years later, he managed to then get that that script into the hands of you won't believe this. The creator of cops, John Langley, who ends up producing the movie. Oh God, this is, I just, I just, fuck me. This is the one, you know what? I, you know why I know about this movie is because, uh, Tosh point. did a whole feature on it. Of all the reasons to say, you know, a movie and why. <laughs> It's real. Yeah, I should have just lied. Just like, oh, I was I was at this film festival for terrible movies. Yeah, not even Batman could have got that out of me. That is not uh, something that the, the FBI could have extorted from me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this was a whole yeah. fucking feature on Touch.0. And I'm just like, oh, buddy. Yeah. So this like reminds me, there's also another like a couple of years ago uh, called Wild Mountain Time. That stars uh, that starred Emily Blunt and Jamie Dornan. That also had another crazy twist. the The movie, like if you read the movie, uh, time is spelled T H. Like the like the like the, the herb, yeah. Like time. the herb, yeah. Is the just the the quick like plot line is a pair of str- uh, star-crossed lovers in Ireland get caught up in their family's land dispute. So it's basically it's like kind of Romeo and Juliet, but it's. You know, but no one's uh, dying. Yeah. Yeah. No one's going to get killed. No one's under like no one's like 14. This movie is like it's a very for the first 30, 40 minutes of that movie. Do you mind if I give you spoilers for this wild mountain? Well, I might watch it later. I I mean, I don't mind at all. Yeah. So basically in the first part of the movie, it's just like these two kind of introverted late 30s somethings who live in like kind of the rural like farm they sort of they end up falling in love you know they but the one guy the guy who's played by jamie dornan who uh famously played uh mr gray in 50 shades of gray um Mm -hmm. he's not like showing as much interest and like he always like she's like sees him like in the fields and he's like smelling flowers and he's like he's always just like kind of around and the twist of the movie is that as she falls in love with him he reveals his big secret. His secret is that he truly believes that he is a bumblebee, <laughs> that he is a bee. I'm talking about like an actual bee that he has. What? He's a bee. Like that's the, his whole thing. And then he spends the last part of the movie running around freely like a bee. And then she's trying to like get him back to humanity. Anthony confesses a secret that ruined past relationships he believes he is a honeybee. What the yeah. fuck? Yes. The, the, the big twist of the movie is that... That he thinks he's a bee. Yeah. Well, that sounds shit. And I can't get my shit published. <laughs> you need to be more outlandish. I'm, what I'm saying is we got we to gotta do more of these audacious twists. All right. And this is from the guy who wrote and directed... Uh, Doubt, uh, that movie that won a couple of Academy Awards back in like the 2000s, 2008. Harper, you've been conspicuously silent throughout this. Because y'all keep talking about how interesting you think these shit movies are. They're not interesting. They're insane. (laughs) Yeah, what are you talking about? They're absolutely insane movies. You sound absolutely enthralled by the stench of these movies. Yeah. For fuck's sake, Emily Blunt, John Hamm, Christopher Walken. They read the script and they go, we got a hit on our hands. They didn't read the script. <laughs> they probably, no, they probably didn't. Joking? They read the, the pay stub. Well, they, well, Emily Blunt clearly had to read. She's in the scene where he reveals he's a fucking bum, uh, honey let's, bee. Let's do a role play, okay? You, okay. And, you are Nick Cage. Okay. Mr. Cage, Mr. Cage, this contract's worth $172,000. Not enough for me. Get that shit out of here. No, I said Nick Cage. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Um, okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Give me the script, baby. You have six lines in it, Mr. Cage. Perfect. I don't have to memorize anything. No, you don't even have to read it, Mr. Cage. Okay. Where do I have to be? 
Uh, you have to be at Lot 17. Production is titled uh, Who Killed Adolf Hitler? Good, good enough for me. Cash that check. I'm ready to party. Can you put this tiny mustache on? That's awesome. I just got finished up my line reads for the butt fucking I'll be right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Hitler? Where's Hitler? Where's Hitler? That's what the line is. That's all he says. <laughs> I told you already. If my. I, know, I can't do it. I told you already. If my asshole isn't at least eight inches in diameter, we can't fit the raccoon inside. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. <laughs> I mean, I still think the most audacious twist in like recent movie history is the ending of the movie Remember Me. I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast. Yeah, we've we've talked about it. Or I'm not sure we've we've made reference to it, the fact that yeah, that, it's a Pattinson. very it's a very standard movie about Robert, Robert Pattinson falling in love and then like having a fallout and then reuniting with his dad, and then it ends with him and his dad. He's like, you know what, dad? I will work for your company. And then, and it, then it, it pans out. So he looks out the window, he pans out, and then we see that it's uh, he's in the Twin Towers buildings. And then it cuts to the plane going into the Twin Towers. <laughs> oh, my God. One of the greatest. Not even just, like, the floor below, like, at him. Yeah. It makes it look like the plane specifically was aiming for Robert Pattinson. <laughs> Yeah, it makes it seem like he was like, oh, his dad was Cantor Fitzgerald, the Cantor Fitzgerald. Um, God damn it. But yeah, so I don't know. I figured we. I was just going to derail that because I didn't really have a segment. So I decided I'll listen. No, that is, that is good. That's shows. And I, wanted, I, need, I need more people to talk about Wild Mountain Time because it, the movie is stupid. It's so fucking stupid. And that twist had me a gasp i was like i only watched it because i had heard that there was a, a ridiculous twist and when i did watch it i was like oh my god i get it oh by the way did you see the news uh what's the news favorite of the podcast nicholas rossi he's back in the news baby what did he what did he do this time uh, uh, Nicholas uh, Rossi, otherwise known as Arthur Knight, the fake Englishman. Oh, oh yes, right, I right, right. yeah. Okay, so all right, all right, fucking Christ. So now he claims he's Irish. That's neither. He claims he's an Irish orphan, anyway. Uh, but he, one, first off, he called two uh to uh his witness a convicted child sex offender oh no <laughs> that doesn't help incredible incredible move <laughs> yeah I what, just, what was his theory like that it takes one to know one and that would prove him innocent or something i have no idea honestly i fucking solid it, but look at this guy this is what he showed up looking like to court oh my god oh my god so just to put it for uh this is nicholas rossi he is in some sort of robe, I guess he's representing himself. That's the only explanation. He looks like he's got like a yarmulke on. Uh, yeah, this is the round, to be a, a rabbi's garb. Yeah, round circular kind. glasses. Yeah, he I, looks like he's wearing a yarmulke and he's wearing Harry Potter glasses. Yeah, it should be noted. I don't think he is Jewish. Like, I think he's just a guy. Like, I, I think, think he might be trying to go for an Irish, uh, an Irish Catholic priest of some kind. Maybe I could see Maybe. It. the the garb is similar and he's wearing a white collar, which is the only thing that makes me say uh, I doubt very much one of those books he's holding is the Bible. However, yeah. and, uh I'm curious as to what that chain leads to. <laughs> Probably to the wheelchair. <laughs> it's just uh, I don't know, but it's it's insane. Apparently, uh, reading a little bit more of this article, apparently he called the guy to the stand, uh, a guy named William King, other very real Irish person, uh, their English person name, it's Arthur Knight and William King, Jesus, uh, and who was convicted of Jesus Christ, uh, molesting three children. That's very bad. But apparently, the whole point of him of the guy him calling to the guy to the stand was that he was to claim that uh, Rossi Arthur Knight whatever you want to call him was treated abysmally in a Scottish jail and that they were ignoring his very no uh, widely known health issues Poor baby. Uh, according to King apparently they said you can get up you can walk get up you don't need oxygen so you know what my I favorite is I just sorry I just found this uh 
photo. Uh, I don't know if it's uh, gonna share or not. Uh, basically, in the photo, he's uh, he's like in this wheelchair, and there's like a guard. I guess one of like the bailiffs or something has like he's in handcuffs, and they're like she's like walking the wheelchair like a leash, and then he's being pushed by another guard, and like I guess there's like a third guard standing there, and he's just got like a very grumpy face. He's just like like he like he looks like um, Tim Robinson in that. Um, Blind sketch. I don't know if it. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, they they do like look. Oh, buddy, <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, did you see the name of his uh fucking uh, attorney or his? I guess it'd be his barrister. No, what is his the name? Mungo Bovi. Sounds like a WWF wrestler from. The How is that a real person? How are any of these people real? I don't think any of the. I don't think anyone who's associated with his defense is a real person. I don't think so either. I genuinely don't. I feel like this is just some elaborate joke for people who are like clickbaiting in the US. <laughs> I'm just like looking it up right now. I love the fact that he there's like a, just an article from the Daily Mail. He goes, rape suspect uh, Nicholas Rossi, who faked his own death before fleeing the US, tells court he can't raise his arms above his head because he is so unwell, despite doing so the day before. This is fucking shit. I like how they're not even pretending it's not Nick Rossi. Yeah, well, you know what it is. So, so the photo that um, that Robert had linked to us is that he's got his hand up in the air, like he's waving to the crowd. And I guess the next day he they were he was saying he was so sick they can't raise his arms up. And then they just took that photo and they were like, actually, we have a photo from you yesterday in which you were clearly raising your hand. Just the gall, the, the the absolute just shamelessness. And I hate the fact that, uh, it, small tangent, I hate the fact of how normal his fucking lawyer looks. Hey, uh, just a general question. Do you have any objections to uh, me moving us off the topic of criminal sex offenders? <laughs> well, we're not done talking about this, Kay. I mean, this is a unique <laughs> We case. will not, we'll never just be done check. talking Go about ahead. this case. <laughs> But listen, he the what it is is it's not about the crime. It's about the fact that this man is a cartoon and he should be extradited and he should be arrested because it's very clear that he's the man that they claim he is, that he is not he's not a very good liar. And the no. more he lies, the worse his uh his case is going. I'm just uh, like, this is like a, a love letter to everybody with uh, imposter syndrome. Because <laughs> this guy is was very nearly got away with all of this shit. And you, uh, dear listener, who's doing, if you're doing anything, even like a tenth of what this guy's doing, you could probably get away with it. I'm just saying. Not, obviously not rape, but identity theft and shamelessness. And you, you should not try to emulate him. No, no, this is not a great guy. But the fact that, like, you might be in a presentation and you might be talking about a subject that you think you might not know wholly about, I think you're going to be fine. Exactly. Great. And that's really, that's, 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 that's the little quick update with Nicholas Rossi slash Arthur Knight and his new lawyer, Mungo Bovi, who's just looks like a normal English guy. He's just a normal white English guy. Wearing a backpack. No, no judgment there. Well, there you go. See, you can wear the backpack, Robert. No one's going to judge you or take sneak photos of you. I can leave my friends behind. <laughs> Here's the thing. You, you can wear, wear your backpack. You can leave your things behind. Oh, I got it. <laughs> and if you don't, yeah. And then there are no friends of mine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I stopped being funny somewhere around 2013. Mungo. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Sasha. <laughs> I've been um, watching a lot of ink. What did you say? What year did you say you stopped being funny? 2013 conservative estimate so <laughs> I've been yeah, a introducing yes. into the stage into the ring Mungo Bowie I'm not telling you you gotta do it like uh, the Fink you know um, weighing 230 pounds <laughs> constantly out of breath that's, that's what the Fink sounded like he was like I, one of the I'm greatest not, I'm not, <laughs> you're right but keep on going I wanna let's, let's do this no, no. I can't. You, can't, you just can't? Okay. Okay, yeah, fine. I've got neighbors to respect out here. I've been watching a lot of uh, Ink Master. I wanted to ask you guys, have you ever considered getting a tattoo? No. Uh, I have. I haven't thought very, very seriously about it. I don't, I'd only really want one tattoo. What would you get? 
Uh, just uh, a couple words in like a uh, typewriter print on my arm. Are they Latin? No, they're not Latin. I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> yeah, it, the, I believe the words say, um, if something happens to me and I cannot speak anymore, please contact my lawyer, Mungo. Uh, <laughs> Mungo Bobby, yeah. I Bobby. think Robert should get an ass tattoo, right? Uh, let, we'll start a, a quick little fundraiser. You guys can fund this tattoo via Kickstarter. I think it should be property of Harper. Well, I'm much more open to the idea, to be honest. Or it could be. I, I think. I think the funnier thing would be it said property of Harper Lee LLC. Harper Lee LLC. What? You know, yeah, Harper Lee, the uh, the, yeah, the famous author. author who got taken advantage of. To well, go she clearly to is dead. dead. So yeah, yeah, no, but her her, her LLC estate, isn't dead. Yeah, her her estate still owns and controls the rights to. Uh, to, to Kill a Mockingbird and the, the name of the sequel, whatever that is. To, to watch, no a watch, Watchmen is the name of the sequel. What about Property of Monsanto? Would, would you get a tattoo on your butt cheek that says Property of Monsanto Corp? No. That's crazy. That's a cool tattoo. I mean, that actually would kind of be a cool tattoo, I'm going to be honest. I wouldn't have it on my ass. I'd have it somewhere. <laughs> All right, fine. Well, what are the words you would put on your arm if you care to share? Uh, I care to share. I care not to share. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, well, he what he wants is it's, he wants it to be a mystery. He wants people to be he reading it and be like, I I can't really read what it says. He just goes, "Hey, baby, just uh, it. be anything you want it to be." What about you, Malcolm? Um, I don't want a tattoo. I I've thought about it, like in terms of like, oh, could I have a tattoo? It's never appealed to me. Like, I feel like the closest I could have done it is like after my dad died, like having some sort of tribute for him, but like. My dad died like a decade ago. Didn't get a tattoo. Yeah, it's it's a little little late after the fact. I mean, it's never too late if you ask me. You know, and the thing is, is my mom got a sleeve when I was in uh, my early twenties, and that really stopped me from wanting. <laughs> it to perturbed any tattoo. like coolness. Yeah, nothing factor. stops something from being cool quite like your parents doing it. Yeah, that so it was cool. you know, so it's one of those things. Like I have this feeling it's like you know we're going in this. Our generation has a lot. Of Twos and like sleeves and stuff. I wouldn't be surprised as like a counter reaction that like the kids that come from our generation, if they just like go like, I don't want a tattoo. Like my mom's got a sleeve. I don't want one. Yeah, that's fair. Well, I was feeling that way for a long time, to be honest. Uh, like right up until a couple of weeks ago, it was like, I think tattoos are trashy, you know? But do you want a tattoo now? A little bit. I, I kind of want the, the last uh, words of roadside picnic on, across my back. Oh, that's a good one. That's actually really good. Maybe not across the back. I wouldn't, I personally <laughs> would. I'm not saying you don't get it, but I probably wouldn't have it in across my back. What are the yeah, last I words think. of Roadside Picnic for those who don't know? Um, I'll give the exact words here. It, it's, it's basically a, a prayer to the unknown with... It, um, it, it's like, um, to, to be more succinct about it, he was granted, yeah. you, you find an object in the zone that grants you a wish, right? There's, and yeah. this unsuspecting writer was brought into the zone with an experienced veteran who intended to sacrifice him in order to get the wish. And he he starts, the writer sees the wish orb and he starts sprinting towards it. He says, happiness for everybody. Free. And no one will go unsatisfied. No one will be forgot, right? It's just basically mm -hmm. the opposite of the world that they live in, where everything is very controlled by capitalism and by exchange. The idea of happiness for free just sounds so foreign. And when he runs to his death, the main character says, well, I was going to you know, wish for a prolonged life for my kid or like lots of money, but I can't stop thinking about what the, the kid said when he died. You know, happiness for everybody, free. Let no one be forgotten, you know? And he, yeah, he essentially, the, the hardened veteran of the zone wishes for the same thing, which is a, a very sweet, endearing sort of ending to a very, it's a, it's a rough book. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's, it's hard to read. If a Strugatsky novel has a character smoking on almost every page, then it's, it's guaranteed to be a good Strugatsky novel. Yeah, happiness for everyone, free, and may no one be left behind. Yeah, and uh, I think I'll only get it in the original Russian 
if I okay. actually learn Russian. So it's a good deterrent. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Mm. It's pretty well, wonderful. Wonderful book. Yeah. Book. No, that's cool. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I, I don't know. I've just never been that inspired by, like, um, you know, something like a movie or TV show. Like, I think of it more of, like, I think about all the people who got, like, Dharma Initiative tattoos. Like, Oh, yeah. No, fuck that shit. I mean, <laughs> like... Or like people who got like um, like Game of Thrones tattoos and then like watched the final season and were like, oh fuck, what oh I shit, oh, I named shit. my kid Daenerys. <laughs> <laughs> my brother and his uh, fiance named their cat Daenerys. So, well, that's the difference between a cat and your kid. People literally named their kid Khaleesi for fuck's sake, guys. That's yeah, fucked up. That kid's gonna have to live with that name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'd be like, how did you come up? How, how did your parents come up with that name? Watching a show in 2016 called Game of Thrones. Well, you see, I'm a big, big fan of Good Burger. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> my yeah, my parents are virgins, and they had the <laughs> my parents are virgins, <laughs> and they yeah, and they and you I'm, see they a test tube baby. I'm a product of immaculate conception. Um, in the yeah, thanks to the do, you know the good laboratory. Um, what are you saying? That's how my savior was born. My savior was born in a lab. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess I'm saying is Jesus Jesus Christ is a test tube baby. Um, My savior uh, was born in a lab. Fucking awesome name for a book. I just want to put that out there. Yeah, yeah. They actually write that down. That's a great name. I'm Uh, writing it down. down. We'll we'll cut. We'll cut around it so we we have to cut. So we can secure the the rights, of course. Well, I'm very concerned about the rights, especially after this rebrand of. Tanks, tanks our podcast. What did you? What did you? We decide our rebrand was again. Yeah, we never uh, talked about the rebrand. We just kind of skipped over it. And- well, uh, I'm renaming the podcast to Eight Simple Rules for. Oh my god! I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want anyone to be. I don't want anyone to be. That's not what he's told me in private. <laughs> just have ba- banjo music playing Please. in the background, like a good old slide guitar. A lone hawk cries overhead. I'm sorry. You should be. You should be. But I've already filed the trademark, so I guess we're going to have to figure that out. Oh, we're just going to run with it. Damn it. Okay, sure. Well, you're going to need to run with it since you need to lose a few pounds. What? (laughs) I'm not. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm. I was was sent an email by someone who... Someone uh, called themselves uh, Jessica. Uh, They said... Ask Mr. Delilah about Chancellor Oh, Teddy. Chancellor Teddy. She does know we have the submission for him. Anyway, so uh, this is going to be a very dumb story. Um, so we, uh, I'm currently living with my sister, uh, and we have a uh, about once a month, a guy comes in and he sprays the house for like, so scorpions and everything like that. Just sprays for bugs and stuff. Cause you know, this is the desert and there there's a fair number. It's good to regularly spread, regularly spray. And, uh, the guy who came over, uh, came over, was, was pretty nice. Uh, my sister and her fiance were out. And so I was kind of sort of wrangling the dogs while he was spraying around the uh, house. And uh, he was a cool guy who talked for a while. And then uh, I asked him what his name was. And he said, Chancellor Teddy. And I got really fucking confused. And I'm like, uh, 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 OK. okay. And then I, he goes on the 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 thing. Uh, he, he's finished up spraying. And I kept, I kept on hearing his name like wrong. Okay, and then I he finished up and I was always saying bye to him. I was just like, okay, bye, Chancellor. (laughs) And it was it was ridiculous in the fact that he was he looked at me confused and he was like, what what, what do you what? I was like, yeah, you said you said your name was Chancellor Teddy. He's like, no, just chance or Teddy. (laughs) And I closed the door on him. I'm like, oh, Okay, by chance, I close the door on him and I hear him audibly sigh from the other side of the door. <laughs> he walks away. Well, maybe he should pick up his top jaw and stop slacking on sentences and his enunciation. 
in his enunciations, yes. But that was Chancellor Teddy. It really is not wait, that wait, funny wait, wait, of an anecdote, but that was it was funny in the minute. Who calls himself Teddy when their name's not Theodore originally? I know, <laughs> I know, I know. It doesn't make sense, but I legitimately believed for like 10 minutes that someone's name was Chancellor Teddy, and I didn't question it. Well, you can call me Roger or, you know, Franklin if you want. But I don't even know what that means. Uh, what do you mean? You can call me Roger. You can call me Franklin. Yeah, it's what it's the equivalent. It's like Chance or Teddy. Fucking your name's Chance. Why would you call yourself Teddy? What was your question earlier? It was commonality um, paradox or whatever. It don't matter. None of this matters. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've touched a nerve. Oh no! We gotta go. Um, uh, anyways, um, let's uh, let's end with a song. Let's end with a song. No, uh, let's not end with a song. Uh, it's too hot for a song. You want to sing a song? Our whole universe, universe is in a hot, hot Nearly something, 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 something. The earth began to cool. The autotrophs began to drool. The androstals developed tools. We built a what we built pyramids. Unraveling the mystery that all started with the big bang. Bang. Embrace it, brother.